Hi, Love Leaders. It's Dr. Shannon Roberts, your host for the Love Leading Podcast, where we discuss how to create connection in your most important relationship that God designed, bringing health and sometimes healing while deepening intimacy. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. We have the best evening lineup for you tonight. Hi, I'm going to be your hostess this evening, and I am Dr. Shannon Roberts, and I have a one of my favorite couples. Of course, all of my couples that I work with are my favorites, but especially Lori and Sean. Thank you. Welcome to the Love Leading Podcast. Woo! Yay. We're, Yay. Really We're happy to be here. Yeah. So I have the best job in the whole world because I get to listen to love stories every single day. I'm a sucker for a good love story. So why don't you introduce yourself to your community, my community, and tell us just a little bit about how you guys came to be this us. You want to start? Well, we met on Eat Harmony. Yay! Um, Yeah. Like, <laughs> it we, gets a we, bad we, rap, doesn't it? I don't know. I mean, to us, I mean, we've always loved eHarmony because it brought us together. So, and we had never been online daters or any kind of thing like that. It was the first time I had ever been online, but I knew that eHarmony was more like a serious kind of thing. Yeah. And people had gotten married on eHarmony. So I said, I'm going to try it. And and I got on there to support a friend because I told her she <laughs> should get on there. And she was like, well, why don't you? And I was like, oh, what? I, I never heard this story. Yes. But your friend got you a husband. Yeah. She never got any harmony, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. So oh, you you did it the bet and then she didn't follow through. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you have a very unique story. I mean, so this should be an encouragement to um, people out there that are doing the online dating. Tell me your experience. Okay. So we met in person um, and then we got engaged in (laughs) in, uh, three three weeks and then we got married in six weeks. And it's been four years now, over four years, and you we're happy. On that. Yeah, yeah, thank you so but much. You guys were like four hours apart, so it was a little while before you actually met in person. You did some vetting. Yeah, we, talked, we talked one time on the phone before that. No, no, <laughs> we, had, we had talked for a few months on the phone. Barely, yeah. not, e- not even really. But I mean, we, we had talked for a while, off and on. I'm off and on. We started time. talking in September. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, and we got November. married in November, like our first conversation. November 30th. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we, that, that doesn't sound too bad, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would, I'd, I'd recommend it. I wouldn't to recommend it. Definitely. I was going to say a marriage counselor probably wouldn't endorse that, but you do hear about these one-offs. Was it love at first sight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really was. It was crazy. Like we literally could have gotten married the first day that we met. Yeah. It was I was scared. I, I had gone on five or six dates before that on eHarmony and every single one. I'd be excited, like, oh, I think this, you know, this might work out. And as soon as you see them or as soon as you talk to them, or just the chemistry is never there. And I was like, ah, oh, this is so frustrating. And she was four hours away, so four and a half hours sacrifice decided to meet in the middle and then 
so I was excited, but I was like, I didn't have my hopes up. I was like, yeah, oh, it's going to be the same thing. And I drove all this way and, you know, and then it was just, even before we met each other, like really, even before we saw each other, we were talking on the phone, we were both nervous and we went to a bus stop. I went to a bus you stop. You went to a bus stop. I said, I'll, I'll just sit right here at this bus stop because she was nervous. And I'm like, I'm nervous too. She's like, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, I love the vulnerability. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm scared to see you too. I go, I'll pick up this newspaper. I'm at a bus stop um, <laughs> at the street. You know, we were in Santa Barbara. And I could see him. I was on the phone and I was trying to find him. And I was like, I saw a guy sitting on a bus, sitting at a bus stop with a newspaper and he said, <laughs> I'm not on. And I was like, that's him. Like, she's like, I'm looking at you right now. She's like, don't turn around. And I'm like, okay. And I just stuck <laughs> the newspaper up really close. And she goes, I'm sitting down right next to you. And she shut off her phone and sat down next to me. And I and, said, and don't, we were, and I said, don't look. Don't look. <laughs> we were like this. And then a little after a little while, she put her head on my shoulder. Because I like didn't that. want to be able to turn around. And so we just we just talked like this without looking at each other. <laughs> and then oh my gosh, what a meet cute. Yeah. And then it was about five minutes and I finally like looked over. I'm like, can, I think I no, said, no, no. You said you're going to count to three. We're going to stand up and face each other. What? I looked in your eyes. But right? we were standing up. Were we Are standing we up? forgetting this story? We're going to have to fill it in for each other. Yeah, we stood up. You said, we're going to count to three. We're going to turn towards each other and look at each other. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And that's oh, when I, like a cartoon. When I looked at her eye <laughs> and a cartoon thing was just like, hearts flew out of her it's weird because she has beautiful eyes and it was like i was like oh my gosh like i stared at her eyes for a second and i was like wow like she's way better in person than on the pictures and stuff and so i was like oh wow and then you didn't like facetime or anything no wow wow oh my goodness intentional too i mean like you were on there with the right motives you also had um, very, you. I mean, you knew exactly what you were looking for, right? Yeah. Your standards, your bar, you knew exactly where it was set. Yeah. And we had both been married for a long period of time before that and both didn't want to be divorced and didn't want to go through that. And so meeting the person that you're supposed to be with and, you know, because right. we were both marriages forever. So it was like, and we're both divorced and we're both Christians and we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm in such a weird spot in life. And yes. Yeah. And who you guys are. Wow. So it was pretty rocky then to say the least, because you are kind of new out of like long-term relationships. You only dated for a little while. Sean, you had to like pick up and relocate. I mean, it was a lot of hurdles to jump, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that transition. I would say we didn't have anything at all for like years, right? Wow. Okay. Very, very little conflict. Um, some of the ways that he acted, I was, <laughs> I misinterpreted, you know, because um, what I love about him is he's super emotional, you know, but that can have like a flip side of it too. So there was a little transition period where emotional, passionate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'd say in the beginning, some of the, some of the things I like, wasn't so sure about, you know, like what did he mean by it? But we, we quickly figured each other out and I wouldn't say that we had 
conflict really not not too bad i mean we had a lot of situations a lot a lot of hurdles that we had to i mean she has four children i have three children wow um, but they were all pretty much grown hers uh-huh. were a little bit younger than mine uh-huh. and but yeah we did have that, that, that makes the ending a little bit easier if they're older yeah, yeah we had a lot of real life things to navigate together for sure but we didn't have conflict with each other no until when? I mean, because somewhere, somehow you said, yeah, we're Thanks not you. going to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> settle for this. We're going to nip this thing in the bud, right? So what, what was going on that you started looking for maybe some counseling? I think past trauma, different things that were not really dealt with or are not really realized by each other. Yeah. You know, like the amygdala firing and instead of that front frontal cortex. Yeah, we not were, knowing how it shows up with the yeah, other. those triggers. And I would trigger her and she would trigger me and we didn't understand how to deal with that or even how to, how to cope at all or why well, it was happening. Or, was yeah, like, like why are you tell, doing yeah. this to me? Yeah. Until we went to see you, we didn't really completely understand what was going on. We did go to like a traditional regular marriage counselor and he helped us navigate a few conversations and stuff but it but, wasn't but you gave us like completely different tools it was a papua new guinea witch doctor but no <laughs> just kidding now i know that's not true because you specifically wanted a, a, some kind of faith-based program right Yes. And you were actually really recommended to us like heavily from our pastor Mm -hmm. um, and his wife. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so we wanted, we wanted something that it also had like came with a good referral, you know? Yes. always good, right. With um, professional expertise. So why was that important to you to have um, the faith intervened into the intervention itself? Well, I think one of the things we were a hundred percent across the board, they, they judge you on all these different things and on e-harmony. And so we were 100% across the board, like all these different things, but mine was, I want to put God first, um, my spouse second and myself third. I want this. I want someone who's looking for the same thing. It was all based on Christianity and my faith. And so was hers. Wow. We didn't know that, but until it was like 100% here, 100% here in this category, 100% in this category. And I was like, wow, like that's crazy. On paper, this looks like really a happily ever after story, right? Yeah, yeah and but, it is. But we we wanted help um, that was faith-based because that's our belief, mm-hmm. you know? So we um, we wanted, you know, God brought into this. And yeah. biblical counseling. Yeah. Because and you, we always felt like God had brought us together. That's like our main thing. It's like God has given us a second chance at life. And I had been praying about it. She had been praying about it. So we knew that God had brought us together and that we're supposed to be together. And we just need to figure out a way and an answer through prayer. And that's when Adam told us about you. Awesome. Oh my gosh. That's so great. And I have talked with you, um, Lori, especially, and not that I shined up and feel the same way, but I know I had a discussion with you that that, that part of the program was mm-hmm. one of your highlights. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? And then yeah. Yes. So we're still going through 
program and I wouldn't say that we have everything completely nailed down and something that's very very helpful is that we can text you when we run into yeah. conflict um, and we need to navigate that communication and yeah. work through it um, but one of the things that was super impactful was and when you first shared it with us I kind of questioned it so I really <laughs> I was like well to be honest yeah <laughs> Does this girl know what she's talking about? <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, people can can say things are biblical, mm. but if it's a concept you've never heard before, then you're kind of like, can you show me that in scripture? And that concept was, and it, it's really helped our marriage a lot. It was a shift and for you. Okay. That was a shift. It was, mm. a, it was a perspective shift for me. Um. But it was that concept that you drew out so nicely during all the modules that um, that your spouse, so like I can help Sean and Sean can help me in ways that are like God ordained right. in a special way that even that God set up that even God hasn't chosen to help us in himself, or I don't know how you'd word that, but yeah, how do you? Yeah, because when you came in, it really was that, you know, you know, Sean kind of had those moments, you would shut down and really want him to go figure himself out, right? And so the new kind of perspective was like, wait, um, according to research and the Bible, um, God's design is that you really can be there for one another in those times of vulnerabilities and sensitivities. And God uses you as the tool or a healing partner to actually, it changes your brain. I mean, it literally rewire, rewires some of that old trauma statements that you have going on in those triggering moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so you're like, yeah, but Shannon... Is that true? <laughs> Unless it's like biblical. And, I'm, and what I really love about being a faith-based marriage expert is that I get to marry not only the science, but the biblical foundation and provide both because I really feel like God reveals himself not only in his spoken word, but his created word. And so when those kind of come together, we can see God reveal himself in both of those environments. And so you asked me about the biblical foundation and tell me about that for you. So you mean how it's, how it's helped? Well, uh, yeah, just kind of your takeaways. And if I need to, you know, fill in the gaps, I would be happy to do that. Okay. So for my takeaways, and I will say that, you know, since we left you, we've had a few little incidences and like one big one, which you know about, but, um, but other than I want, I want you to always call me when you get stuck. Right. Yes. And that yeah. helped so much. Yeah. It really helped. It helped like, really, it helped so much. Yeah. That's a great part. We had this. someone to I call. To say, I mean, listen, I mean, crisis doesn't happen between nine and 10 on Monday morning when your scheduled appointment from two weeks ago was already on the calendar. It does happen. And so intervening before it gets entrenched is really important. So I'm glad you reached out, but anyway, go ahead. So I would say for me, it just, um, like, you're right. Like we've already gone over in a previous live, the whole like turtle and badger. And when he has gotten into his badger mode, which I retreat 
and he goes forward. And then that, that used to be like, that used to really kind of shut me down even more and more and more. Yeah. But, um, but it's made me be more brave because you say, you know, I need to go towards him, which feels the opposite of everything that I would want to do. But knowing that I have a special, like God ordained role in his life, I have a calling and I'm supposed to be partnered with him. And it kind of gives me the view of like a three-legged race. Like we're in this together and I need, and, and so, you know, moving towards him, I found out it's true. Like it totally softens him. Yes. Well, I'm, that's my role too, is I need to be soft and quiet and allow her to come to me to where before that badger is just like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hey, yeah. you know? And she's like, nothing, nothing. Leave me alone. And so when she's like, well here, and she steps forward, I'm like, okay. And I allowed that. It just, it all started like, it really like was eye-opening for both of us. Yeah. And I think, I think oh, work. that's what's so great, right? It actually does work that we become each other's regulators we are the we are the answer that God intended, because when you look at the biblical foundation, I mean, God is the one that designed marriage. He created us. And so um, he created that neurobiology. And he said, I'm going to, you know, create a partner that we do life with. We feel that connection and attachment piece. And so life on the same lily pad actually is God's design. And you look at scripture in Genesis and, and God created man in his image and he did it because it was for his pleasure. Same thing that we get when we look at our own children, we get pleasure out of them. And he said, this is good. In fact, he said, no, this is very good. But the very next thing he said was, yeah, me and him, that's not going to be enough. And so the first marriage was one flesh made into two as he created woman to be his um, helpmate. Um, and, and so that first marriage was the two, uh, one to two. And then from then on out, it's two flesh into one. And I love that in the scripture because That's exactly what happens in the brain when we are there as each other's healing partners, that we become that one flesh that they need in moments of, you know, amygdala hijack is what I call it, is when we kind of are in that, I'm not certain mode of you. And so you come in and reassure and you connect. And so that neurobiology is the thing that changes the brain. It shrinks trauma triggers, it shrinks the reactionary brain. And so you see that miracle design that God put forth in the very first um, a book of the Bible and how he created us to do life in our best version of ourselves is to become each other's healing partners. This episode of the Love Leading Podcast is sponsored by the Marriage Momentum Program a virtual experience of working live with Dr. Shannon, allowing you to choose the expertise you desire from anywhere you live. Through her warmth and professionalism, Dr. Shannon will lead you on your path from pain to healing, conflict to connection, 
and giving you the tools to communication that lead to the intimacy you are designed for. It is chocked full of additional resources, such as videos and curriculum that give you the comprehensive care that gets you the momentum results that other standalone 50 minute sessions cannot. All from the comfort and convenience of your own home. For more information, go to shannonrobertscounseling.com. Schedule your free 30 minute consultation today to discuss how you too can start your path back to each other. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's really, really helped a lot. Just even that, that viewpoint. Yeah. So I don't know, tell me if you're willing to get vulnerable when you said I tended to like shut down and back away when he would do his maybe kind of ramp up, but you started getting that bravery going towards him. And then what happened? What was the outcome? It's great. It works. <laughs> and um, I, I think before this, he it, it's natural when you interpret things like through your own lens to want the person to be more like you. Yes. And so I think that's what we were both doing to each other is kind of like wanting each other to be more like, yeah. like each other and didn't understand that that was like creating a bigger problem. Like, right. Yeah. And then that's not really, I wouldn't want him to be just like me and he wouldn't want me to be just like him. So <laughs> but you, don't, you don't have that lens. Like you really gave us different lenses, right? A whole bunch of categories. Yeah. And it really shifts your paradigm and your perceptions of what's going on in that moment that you are able to see the behavior differently and change those stories that you tell yourself. I love the fact that you really have gotten that mapping your, your, your disconnection communication cycle down pat and are willing to catch it when it starts to happen and do different moves than what you did in the past. Has it gotten easier? I think so. It has for me. Like, I mean, if I'm, I haven't really thought about it that much until right this minute, but he's been like, super amazing so um it's very way more um I don't know patient or I don't know are you repressing anything <laughs> no I'm just and see that yeah yeah the softer he gets the more you're willing to come towards the more you're willing to see softer he gets and that begins to feed on each other in this new cycle of communication right yeah yeah oh my gosh so a lot of people are like going wow I mean you were only married four years you really needed that level of intervention I mean you hopped on a plane and you flew from California to Florida we did a two-day intensive 16 hours and of course the follow-up program is all virtually for six months afterwards but what made you think, oh my gosh, two days across the country? Wow. You can well, be honest, Sean. <laughs> I was going to say, he don't. Was not, he was not into it. Yeah, I was going to say, don't look at me because I was like, two days and we're going to fly from to Florida. It takes a whole day practically to get there. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Like, this is. You know, he, we, he we have counselors here. We have this here. We have, you know, we've tried this. We've tried that. And 
it was just, it was completely different than what I thought. It, and I was so happy. Like after the first day, I was like, wow, I'm actually understanding some things, you know, I'm understanding the way you are and the way God has us and, and just the rewiring of our, those past traumas, you know, and I was like, this is going to be really good. And by the end of the second day, we were both because that weekend was not a good weekend for us. We had gone to Florida beforehand to spend a little time together and it was getting rocky and it was getting bad. And so I was like, <laughs> I know. This isn't like going to be it. Like, what are we, what are we going to do? Like if this doesn't work. And so it was just, it was amazing the way yeah. that we understood everything. Yeah. I remember Lori um, calling me like the day or two days before going, wow, we're really not in a good place. And I was yeah. like, yeah, my work is cut out for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I was, I was like, we're going to be a really problem case for you, but <laughs> But it was it was really great. But I think it was because we did have those conflicts and we were starting to like shelf a whole bunch of things Yeah. where before we like talked through things and worked through things. And it was just starting to be like feeling so dramatic that, you know, we weren't. And I I was actually like pretty shut down. I was like not going to engage. I was really in my turtle shell. <laughs> locked in yeah. yeah and I was digging I was like digging at that shell come on out come out let's talk yeah yeah so here's a big question um and I, this is some of the things that I do ask my couples why why was it something that you wanted to put that kind of um emphasis on that you were willing to roll up your sleeves do an exaggerated you know, kind of approach to it, get help probably earlier on, thank goodness. Sometimes I get couples after they've been in this kind of cycle for a long period of time. Why was this important to you? Um, Because it's our marriage. I mean, like there's nothing, there's very few things that, I mean, it's equal with a whole lot of other things. It's a very, very high priority. And like Sean mentioned, like we both, we weren't talking about divorce, but we want to have a good relationship. Like if you don't have a good relationship with your spouse, like that impacts every aspect of your life. And we had, we knew we loved each other and we knew that we had a good relationship at one point. We did believe that God put us together because there were just too many things that happened. And you know, we're super compatible. Like we, it's been freaky how compatible we are considering we barely knew each other, Yeah. you know, when we got married, like, I mean, we like this, he could decorate the house and I'm perfectly happy with it. It's the exact same style. Like we like right. this food. We love so many things the same. And so, um, yeah, it was just like, this is a very big priority. And actually I felt like this was a super good use of our time and money because of the fact that it was compacted into 16 hours in two days, because what can you accomplish with every week or every other week to get to 16 hours? And then I think that it was the two days of focus, Mm -hmm. like we're not doing anything else, but focusing on this. And Mm -hmm. 
you know, you run a tight ship. <laughs> and yeah, it's good. I appreciated that. Like so this was not just us getting together and just talking. Yeah. Um, this that was about, no, we were working and we had to get through a certain amount of modules in a certain amount of time and we had to move and stay on task. That's right. <laughs> but the thing that I liked best when I was talking to you guys is that you really considered that this union was going to be honorable to the Lord because he had a calling and a purpose of what you guys are going to do together. And I love the fact that you do kind of put yourself out there like right now. Thank you so much. Um, You put yourself out there um, as a leader in your industry, but also a faith leader in your industry. So the minute we start identifying ourselves, you know, Christian marriage, leader in entrepreneur world, the enemy comes in, right? And he wants to kill and destroy. And you said, no, we're not going to let that happen because not only are we um, honorable before the Lord and our calling to one another, collectively, he has this calling and purpose on our life. Can you speak to that? Well, I mean, as far as with one another, like, she is my biggest, like I'm always, I'll wake up praying like, God, use me, God, use me. You know, I want to be used by you, Lord. But my biggest calling is to be, you know, an encouragement and a witness to her, to my wife and to help her in the ways that she needs help with. I mean, she's had tons of things that have happened in her past that trigger her and different things. And God brought me into her life to show his love to her through me and vice versa. And that was so huge. I mean, it's so big to know why she does the things she does and the way she does them with me and to me, for me, you know, because, you know, that's how God set that up. And that's, that was amazing for me. And then also we know that if we're gonna, like you said, you know, like we're, if we're supposed to be one flesh um, and we're stronger together and your marriage is going to be a place where the enemy is going to attack you. Correct then, you know, we want to work on the vulnerable areas so that we can kind of solidify like that protection, you know, and, and work together to fulfill whatever mission that we have in life. Yeah. I mean, I I don't, I don't think, you know, I was going to ask this question, but I mean, you're both working together in the business what what do you think your mission is you're trying to uh, navigate and understand what your next steps are? I mean, how do you think you're going to be used by God? I mean, you're being used right now, but I mean, what else? I do not know. <laughs> I, mean, that, that, I think that's the beauty of it. I think it's just be vulnerable and, and accept what God has given you, accept that gift that he has given you. Like, you know, he's given us eternal life. He's given us you know, even Jesus Christ who saved us from, you know, eternal damnation, basically. And so that's a free gift that he's given us. And now what are we going to do, but go out and tell others about it? You know, it's like, you're given like this amazing car. And you're like, oh my gosh, this guy gave me this car. He's so wonderful, you know, but we're given eternal life, like in an amazing way. Like we don't have to worry about death or anything else like when death comes like we're like all right we get to go to heaven you know so that it's like the most important thing to us and so we want to be used by god 
And we know that together we can really be used by God and we can, we can help people in their marriages to stay married, to keep that covenant that they make. You make one oath to God basically in your whole life. And that's when you, you get married and you say, you know, we're going to stay together. I love that message. We don't hear that enough these days. I mean, the divorce rate is equally the same in faith communities as it is in kind of more secular settings as well. So that's such a strong message. I thank you for that. I don't know if you want to add to that at all, Lori. No, I mean, he said pretty well said, right? (laughs) It really was well said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if you were going to give like just one kind of tip or encouragement to anyone out there that's in our communities that are listening about maybe if they're in a position where it could be just a little bit better or, wow, I don't know if we're going to make it or I mean, what would you want to just give to those people that are just needing some tips or encouragement? Well, first, I'd like to say that they should just pray about it, you know, that they should pray earnestly like god what would you have us do how can we figure this out how can we work our marriage and and get it strong again and if you really truly pray about it i believe that god will answer that prayer awesome awesome i love that pray first yeah well i will say that you know i say this all the time and that is i am not good at a lot of things but i am good at hearing like if I really feel like I'm hearing from God to do something Mm. um, and seeking help Mm. like um and so I just really felt strongly like we were supposed to go see you and um and so I would say if like you if you're listening to this and you're going through those troubles like divorce in of itself is is traumatic like it is, it is, it might be necessary. It might also be the right thing to do, but it doesn't mean it's without struggle and pain. Right. Yeah. And I would say husbands, listen to your wives because <laughs> your wives are going to want to do this more so than a lot of guys. A lot of guys don't like talking and they don't like the idea of any kind of therapy or any kind of, you know, counseling <laughs> guys tend to shut down and I'm one of them. I'm a talkative person. It's not that it's just that I didn't think it would work. I didn't, I didn't see the benefit in it. I just thought, Oh, you know, we're going to waste our time with that. And it's, you know, this and that, but I was telling guys left and right um, this last trip that we were on, like, you guys need to go. Like, honestly, it, it changed our marriage. Yeah. And before that, he was saying, can I, sure. he was like, even my friend thinks I shouldn't have to do this. And now, and now, and now he's telling his friends, like, this was so good. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, we started having like a lot of problems. I think we, before we saw you, they amped up a little bit mm-hmm. because we knew we were going to get some relief, maybe. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, but it was. We'll just wait to get to counseling. So you kind of just. Yeah. Started- pushing out things to the side saying we'll tackle that later yeah yeah or we were just like hey here's how i really feel and this is this and this because we're going to get counseling tomorrow anyway so i'm going to tell you this <laughs> no so, it wasn't that bad no, it was it just like a me avoiding basically yeah right 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 oh my gosh thank you guys for coming on and just giving testimony to just what god's doing not only in your marriage but also the hope that, you know, when we get this best version of ourselves, this foundation that 
gosh, the sky's the limit. And I can't wait to just watch you guys because I know he's going to bless your obedience for listening and um, really putting in that time and effort to make it a strong foundation. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, guys, if you too want to have a free 30-minute phone consult, I think I had one with Lori and or Sean, I can't remember, but then, you know, we continued to talk for a few months before we could make it happen. But I'm here and available to you. Um, you can reach me at shannonrobertscounseling.com. And there is a free 30-minute phone consult that I um, offer to anybody to talk about your unique situations and talk about the hope that can um, be had for you as well. So, well, welcome. I mean, for, thank you for coming, Lori and Sean. And I hope to have you back when uh, we see you complete the aftercare program and continue to see how God is showing up in, in miraculous ways. For sure. Yeah, it'd be great. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you for listening, Love Leaders. Be sure to check out all our links in the show notes and visit me at shannonrobertscounseling.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any others. Until next time, Go lead in loving well.